welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Changed my inflection there a little bit. <laughs> you did. It really threw me. I didn't. Uh, yeah. That I didn't was know way if too everyone serious. would notice. I just changed how I said the words a bit. I didn't realize how much I depend on inflection. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like 170 episodes at this point. I just, I've said it the same way so many times. I just wanted to change it up. But it was like a very way, like it sounded like you were ending the statement. I'm Riley Smurl. There's nobody else here. It was very. Riley Smurl, period. I am Riley Smurl, period. You just left the other two of us hanging. I know, the, oh. but then we continue to exist in this weird post-inflection <laughs> world. It's a lot happening in this post-inflection world. I mean, okay. Well, I don't I don't know, Riley. I think you needed to run that by us. I thought mm-hmm. you just drop a new inflection on us. It just kind of came out as I was saying it, and I realized one thing I said was different. I was like, well... Just gonna keep rolling with it. Whatever comes out, comes out. It was sort of monotone, kind of like Cooper's "All Beans." Yeah, "All Beans," <laughs> "All Beans," "All Beans." Um, her, you got to hear her nose. Her nose are the best now because she goes no. <laughs> she never just says no. She goes no, <laughs> no. It really is it's just like. Wyatt Earp from Tombstone. No. So I was to say like the Vader no, but like <laughs> sweet. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, sisters, there's so much going on in the world. Mm-hmm. It was hard to yeah. choose what to talk about. Yeah. It was. Obviously, the thing everybody's talking about is that it's National Donut Day. Right. That's most important. It's, I, I didn't is know it was. what everyone's talking about? I feel You're like. get on over to Dunkin', get your free donut. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Really? I'm pretty on National Donut Day. You get a free donut if you get a drink. Well, I did this last year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, what is the expression? Spill some tea. Oh, Ooh. Uh, that's the only way you're gonna choose a Dunkin' Donuts donut is if they're gonna give it to you for free. Whoa. How about that? <laughs> Sydney, fired. fired. I'm sorry. The coffee's great. The donuts, eh. No Jolly Pirate. No Jolly Pirate. The coffee is great. Yes. Yeah. I will choose their coffee any day. I, uh, I, I got I to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, not... not Over a certain competitor <laughs> in the coffee realm. Oh, are, you not, are we not allowed to... We Starbucks. Can't, we can't throw Starbucks. shade on Starbucks because they'll come at us. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was much controversy on Twitter about that, uh, about Beyonce and Jay-Z. And I that, hadn't heard about this. That poor person, that poor <laughs> woman who, who, did the, who committed the terrible sin of asking Jay-Z what he wanted to drink and then mm-hmm. not hearing him. And having to lean closer to hear what he said. And the internet exploded. Um, I feel very bad about this controversy. I do too. Uh, yeah. I didn't That's know this a... was a thing until you told me about it. No, I was all over Twitter. I really want to meet. And I mean, I don't, but I do. I want to meet one of these people that see that and go like, well, got to send a death threat. Like, I want to <laughs> have a conversation and just understand where that's coming from. Yeah. I'll never understand. I have, I, there has been no action in my life that's ever prompted me to say, huh, I should threaten to end this person's life. No, and I mean, I like, don't get me wrong, I love Beyonce. Yeah. And yes. I mean, I have been listening to Homecoming a lot. It's, <laughs> it's just been that and Lizzo for the last couple of weeks, just one than the other, and back and then forth. Mm-hmm. While, especially while I'm cooking, man, that's great to listen to. It's very mm-hmm. empowering. But anyway, uh, I would never be moved to send a, a a death threat. Well, to anyone for any reason. But for a reason yeah. like that. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I have never, I don't know. I was going to say I've never, I've never loved anything that much in my life. That <laughs> I threaten death from a distance via a Twitter picture. I don't know. I don't know if that's love. I don't know what it is. It's scary. Well, it's it it is it's frightening how fast these narratives develop on social media, mm-hmm. and you have no idea if they're based in reality. But like, people see them and assume like, well, 
Twitter said so. Yeah. It must be true. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's actually all quite harmless. Um, sort of like I saw trending on Twitter that uh, Bradley Cooper and his, I don't know, was it girlfriend or fiance or I don't know what their relationship yeah, was. His, sure. his counterpart uh, are rumored to be splitting up. And I thought, oh, man, everybody's oh. going to freak out and assume that it's over Gaga. But doesn't Gaga have a counterpart? I don't know. I don't keep up with celebrity relationships. I thought Gaga had a Twi- Twitter tells me things and I go, oh. Then I move on. <laughs> I, I like yeah. that the city just up, like, reads all the sound bites on Twitter and it's like, I don't know what, anything else about this. <laughs> this, is, this is the equivalent of dad when he goes to work yes. and he reads, like, the Yahoo headlines on his home screen and comes home and tells me about celebrity drama and then it's just like I don't know that's what Yahoo said like this is Sydney just like I don't know that's what, that's what Twitter I have said no, I have no context for any of the things that are happening to celebrities on the internet <laughs> uh, I have uh, the thing is I don't want to be a drag on our show every week I have a lot of political things that I understand well and I yes. can share but it's 2019 it would all be bummer Sometimes yeah. Sydney just wants to be the one with the cool celebrity goss, but mm. doesn't know how to explain it. And I think maybe you just put it out there, hoping that Taylor or I one will be like, "Oh yeah," and then this happened, and this is what happened. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm hoping will happen. You're just, you're just casting a reel, just hoping that that no, nope, no, anything, anything. Neither of us have heard about it. Nothing. Yeah. Um, does that mean that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are in love? I don't know. I don't. Sydney, don't start that rumor. Oh, I'm not starting that rumor. Yes, Sydney, you are. I no. just got it. Oh, I just got a text from all the teens. Now it's trending. And they said Sydney's rumor is trending. Now it's trending. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are engaged. <laughs> no, I, I did, I'm not shipping them. I think they did a beautiful piece of acting on stage, and that's what that was. It was acting. They looked like they were in love because they were acting like they were in love. They're very good actors. <laughs> Or he's the only one who's worried about this. I'm not worried about it. I think you maybe are a little bit. Can we go back to I just (laughs) can we talk about good omens instead? (laughs) It's very good. You should both watch it. I kind of ship the two leads in that too. I'm weird that way. I think I don't think you're alone. Weird that. that way. I don't think you're alone in that. Really? I think a lot of people do. Really? Oh, that makes me feel better. I told Justin at the end, I was like, I kind of ship those two. And he was like, do you? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel, I feel I, a vibe. I feel I a nice just, vibe there. Yeah, I'd say a quick Tumblr search would uh, would make you feel not alone. I was going to say, when it comes to most popular TV shows, I feel like if you look up any combination of any two characters, there's a community of people out there somewhere who ship them. Yeah. Wow. Any two fictional characters that have existed, not even necessarily interacted That's in true. a work of fiction, have been shipped on the internet. That's true. I, I do remember learning that I was not the only one who shipped uh, in the in the Sherlock, the most recent iteration of Sherlock with Benedict Cumberbatch, mm-hmm. that I was not the only one who shipped that Holmes and Watson pretty hard. <laughs> oh, Sydney. What? No, I just, I can't believe that you, like, that's a huge fandom. Like, that's yeah. a huge popular I didn't even thing. watch Sherlock, and I knew about that I didn't. I didn't know about it. I was, just, I told Justin, and I was like, I know, I is that... Because, like, Holmes and Watson were always, like, you know, best buds. And so, like, there was never any, like, in older iterations of the story, there was never any, like, romantic anything. But, like, I kind of feel it for these two. And he was like, yeah, so does, like, everyone on the internet. So does everyone. (laughs) So there was a dedicated fan community to the Mac and PC characters from those old commercials where it was, like, Mac versus PC. With Hodgman, yeah. That that there there are people on the internet that write fan fiction about Mac and PC. <laughs> Anything happens on the internet, all does of it Hodgman does. Hodgman know about that? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be the one to tell him. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell him. <laughs> I won't tell him. <laughs> I won't bring it up. No, John, don't ever check. <laughs> you I'm seem serious. so sad as you're saying. Oh, I won't tell him. No, like, I don't want to tell him. <laughs> Well, I mean, unless, I don't know, maybe that's okay. I don't know. (laughs) I I think he would be hard-pressed to come up with a ship in any work of, like, popular fiction that that somebody 
not somebody many people haven't formed a, a community around yeah <laughs> well like i watched killing eve and i get that ship i know everybody's on that ship right i haven't watched killing Eve. i haven't watched this oh oh my gosh you too <laughs> All right. i'm on the good ship ship villanelle and eve every day <laughs> <laughs> sorry Anyway, <laughs> you know what oh, goes, uh, you know what uh, is the weird thing about TV these days? What? Uh, you don't have to watch commercials. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Back in the good old days, <laughs> if you wanted to watch um, two women uh, try to kill each other and also be in love. What? Is that that's killing Eve. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not in love. They're just. You have to watch it. You You just think they're in love. You have to watch it. So good. Anyway, you had to watch commercials, but no more. (laughs) That's the end of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. And done. That's it. And I feel like you're missing out today, Riley. I hate commercials. Really? Because, like, they always come up in TV shows. They always strategically place them and write the TV shows. So there's a big, like, <gasps> right before the commercial. Mm-hmm. Like in MasterChef Junior when Gordon Ramsay's <laughs> about to, like, look and see if their pork chop is cooked all the way through or not. And he always <laughs> cuts it open and looks at them and goes, oh. And then they cut to commercial. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's good every time. It's cooked every time. But, you know, they always do it right at the most inconvenient time. And it's just, I don't want to hear about all these things. Not gonna sell me but, on a car in the middle of my Master Chef Junior watching experience when I'm trying to figure you, out if this little girl cooked her pork chop correctly or not. So are you watching it lo- like you're wa- not live, but you know what I mean? Like you're watching it. Well, no. At time of airing. No, I am watching it recorded, but you still have to take the time to skip through them. Ah. Oh, okay. So you have to fast forward for a few seconds through the commercials. You don't have to to sit there through. I don't know. Eight minutes of commercials on a show, like maybe eight, five. It felt like twenty <laughs> when we were kids. Yes, dep- I, yeah. I d- I took a whole class about the media, and we did a whole segment on commercials. And and everybody in the class was just like, com- "What?" Everyone com- in class was like, "What, what are these?" <laughs> they're just they're like I don't. It's all boring. I there's just weird restrictions on commercials and what you're allowed to put in and stuff. That's well, yes. That's and how long they're allowed to be. Like um, it's like when you're on Netflix and you're watching a show and you're like, "This is a 30 minute show," but this episode of Friends is only 21 minutes. Isn't that wild? That nine minutes of a 30 minute show. That's like a third of it. Welcome to the 90s. That's what we lived through. All shows were like that. And all your hour-long shows are really just 40. 42 or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's 18 minutes. That's twice as many. Well, that's how they, um, (laughs) the commercials, see that the money that the companies pay. Yeah, I know. The company, the money from the commercials make the show. (laughs) Uh but you missed out on such good ones. Like what? Well, see, back when we were teenagers, they knew that teenagers were watching TV mm-hmm. and there was also no way to skip commercials. Uh, so they just shamelessly marketed lots of products towards teenagers. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing, I guess, that teens in the 90s love is a good jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't that kind of sad that that job just doesn't? I don't think it exists anymore. <laughs> like, I mean, there's. I hope so because I loved like some of those stick with you forever. The skip it one was a big one for me. And the very best thing of all, there's a counter on, on this ball. That's a weird statement. Try the to very beat best your thing. Very best score. <laughs> there's I a love counter that on one. this ball. <laughs> That's the very best thing. Let's take a minute and speak this as if it were language. <laughs> no, it's great. It's a great little jingle, and it made me want to skip it, even though I am not coordinated enough for a skip it. Did you have one? Yes. Were you bad at it? Yes. <laughs> Everyone had one. We all saw the commercial. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and what's I'm trying to think other. Well, we we've definitely sung the Bagel Bites theme song multiple times on this show. That one is classic. 
Riley's just shaking her head. Mm-mm. Pizza in the morning, pizza, pizza in the oh, evening, yeah. pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. So they rhyme time with time. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I never noticed that before? It's <laughs> not very creative, bagel bites. And then, like, see, the greatest part is that not only would you have all these great jingles, but they would change for holidays sometimes. Hmm. Which is where you get the the um, the fruity pebbles jingle, mm-hmm. which has the ever ever memorable ho 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 I'm ho ho hungry. That's Santa? ever memorable. <laughs> ever memorable. No, it doesn't it when Santa shows up, but he wants some fruity pebbles. I mean, I've never <laughs> seen this. I've never heard this. It's got the Flintstones. Well, yeah, and then. Santa. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he wants the pretty pebbles. <laughs> I don't know what's complicated about this. <laughs> uh, Thanks for breaking that down for They me. still do the ring pop one. Yes. Juicy jewel of flavor. Ring pop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the lyrics to the creepy crawler one, because that was a good one. I mean, the chorus was obviously creepy crawlers, but it was something like, there's something, they're ugly, there's something they didn't mean. The creepiest little crawlers that you've ever seen. Uh, that was a good one. Yeah. I always wanted the creepy crawlers. Um, the Micro Machines ones, have you ever seen those? Mm-mm. It was a guy who talked really fast about small cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the gist of it. That's probably a YouTube series now, right? But he's... <laughs> Check out my YouTube channel. I talk very fast about small cars. Yeah. Yes, actually, that would I would watch that. I'd watch... Charlie would Charlie love that. Charlie would love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie would be all over that weird video. <laughs> uh, I never actually owned Micro Machines, though. But I did enjoy the commercials. See, that was yeah. the thing. Like, I'm, we are talking about these commercials fondly because, like... I liked them. I don't Taylor, I don't know how you felt like even though they were delaying my television program, I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that they were meant to be enjoyed cuz you know, you're stuck in the middle of like your afternoon cartoons, so you don't kids have short attention spans. Mm-hmm. You want to keep them engaged. The uh I always was jealous of some of the like settings that they would have in commercials for like like the one that always springs to mind is My Little Pony mm. because they would have their My Little Ponies that the kids were playing with and they would be like on these like entire sets of like lush green rolling hills with little teeny trees and ponds and like <laughs> rainbows in the trees. background and then like the ponies are there like you see the hand moving the pony around yeah. so it's not like the cartoon but it's like where do you get that to play on yeah <laughs> i want that ponyland model that someone has created <laughs> I do have very vague memories of Littlest Pet Shop commercials and those making me feel the same way. Mm. Yeah. Like they had all like the things you could play on with your animals, like all the sets and everything. Mm -hmm. But then they always had like, I don't know, some really cool place that they're playing with their Littlest Pet Shops in that you want to know, where do I, where is that? Yeah. That's not what my room looks like. I want to go there and play with the toy. That that was true. Uh, Polly Pocket also had those beautiful polyscapes that you could wish to be a part of and they never like showed you one it was like here is what 50 poly pockets look like all together and you're like well i need that i need 50 i need all of them 50 they also did that what was really uh misleading is they would do that with things that involved water like if it was a toy that involved Mm -hmm. like a pool or a fountain or some sort of water element it would always look like Oh, like the dolls, whether it's like Barbies or ponies or whatever Mm -hmm. the thing was, they were playing in this like pool and they're all like, it's so clean and they're all having fun and splashing and it looks like this nice clean little setup. And then you'd get it and you'd get water everywhere and get in trouble. And then you'd forget that you put water in a thing and you'd leave it sitting there for several days and then it would get like slimy and moldy. And so now your dolls start getting the black speckles all over them because mold's growing on them or in like the ponies. I know those black speckles. You know what I'm talking about? When you have a whole new narrative where you have like a zombie plague and then you have (laughs) that. 
Just, just me. <laughs> I think that was just. I would scrub so hard to try to get those black speckles off, and they don't come off. No, they don't but, come off. No. Well, this is a aside, but what was it about toys with water? It's like what, like as a child, it's like you'd think that we were never allowed contact with water. <laughs> but it's, it's still, like, it's still it a has thing. A pool. Like, <laughs> You I've got to get it. There's a pool it. now. Well, Charlie loves those LOL dolls, and all of them either like cry or pee or spit, and That's have true. some element where you can fill them up with water, and water comes out of some some orifice. Orifice. Yes. That was just that was like if like oh I got a new Barbie. That's cool. I got a new like Barbie with like a water element. It's like oh I'm coming over to your house right now. I've got to oh, see yeah. that. Or the- Little plastic dish of water. Hair color or change their outfit Any color. Any kind of changing color. Oh. oh, that was huge. And then they put things like a slide into the pool and it was like, it has a slide. <laughs> <laughs> I can put my Barbie on the top of this three inch slide and it will slide to the bottom of the three inch into slide. Into the water. <laughs> Uh, I always loved when they would include like a life preserver, like a raft, and it yeah. was like a, just a solid ring of plastic. Yeah, that's not going to work for you, Barbie. <laughs> that's, like, that's not, it doesn't fit around you. You can't sit in it, and it it's not floating. <laughs> Nothing about this works. But also the pool is two inches deep. So. Right. Well, you can, you can fit too. two Barbies in this pool. <laughs> like, yeah. The scale but, of the Barbie pool was always very confusing. <laughs> and also True. Barbie is only in it up until like right below her hip joint. Yeah. <laughs> it's like crotch deep at yeah. all times. Like that. the water at its deepest <laughs> is crotch deep. <laughs> not not designed to scale. Any, that any, is uh, fair. The scale of Barbie pools and houses never made sense. Because no. the houses, they couldn't fit all the way in the rooms either. No, it like their heads brush the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we need to get back to commercials because yeah. we're we're lost in the <laughs> disproportionate world of Barbie <laughs> toys. So many problems. <laughs> but uh, before we do that, let's check the group message. Hold on, all my apps are rearranged on my phone. Sydney. Cooper, Cooper got into my phone and she rearranged all my apps. I can't find anything. Oh, I sent you these pictures in such a confusing order and that's totally my fault. Well, then why don't you start us off? We'll start. It's the second picture, sisters. It's HelloFresh is one of our sponsors this week. Um, we've told you about HelloFresh before and they make conquering the kitchen a reality because they give you deliciously simple recipes delivered to your door every week. They come with those wonderful six-step pictured recipe cards so you know what everything's supposed to look like the pre-measured ingredients they're easy to follow and they all come together in like 30 minutes so you don't have to spend a lot of time prepping because they do the prep for you and you don't have to spend a lot of time cooking so you can have a delicious dinner all for like 30 minutes and it's really easy to follow whether you are like an accomplished chef Mm -hmm. or you're really kind of a, a novice in the kitchen it's it's super easy to follow the directions and make something really good so you don't yeah. have to be intimidated um even if it's like a meal you've never tried before mm-hmm. like with ingredients you've never used you'll st- you'll feel really comfortable using yeah. them by the end i am not a cook i can cook like two things comfortably on my own but i always have fun with HelloFresh, and i always end up getting something delicious um, and um, you can choose from their classic veggie or family plans so taylor if our listeners want to check out HelloFresh, what should they do well, you can get a total of $80 off your first month. Uh, so that's 20 bucks each off your first four boxes. Uh, just hop on over to HelloFresh.com slash buffering 80 and use our promo code buffering 80 uh, And yeah, get the, it's 80 bucks off. Uh, our other sponsor this week is StoryWorth. And here's the thing. If your dad is like our dad, then he likes to tell you weird <laughs> stories from his youth yes. that you think, hmm. That can't be true. (laughs) That's illegal or that defies the laws of physics or nature. But perhaps he's going to insist it's true anyway. And he maybe you want a better way to share all these wild stories with you and your family and uh, and save them, strengthen your family bonds and get to know your dad or I mean, or your mom or anybody else in your family. It doesn't have to be your dad. It's just Father's Day is coming up. So, you know, our dad tells more stories than anyone I know. Yes, that is that is the truth. So how it works with StoryWorth is you purchase a, a, let me try that sentence again, purchase a subscription, (laughs) 
for someone you love. And each week, StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life. They just reply to the email with their story. It can be a short reply or it can be long. And if it's our dad, it, it will be. It will be long. After a year, their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. And, uh, and that's a wonderful gift. Uh, Father's Day is coming up. Even a last-minute gift. This would be a great one. Um, and like I said, it's a beautiful hardcover book with, with all of those great family stories that you don't want to forget, that you don't want to lose. Even the one that he tells us all the time about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, gosh. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that story. He was in it once. We'll give was you the, he? Spoiler. No, he was. He okay. was definitely in it once. Everything else that he says, I don't know if it's true. but Everything else is a lie, but he was in it. <laughs> so if if our listeners want to check out StoryWorth, Tay, what should they do? Um, well, for 20 bucks off, you can visit StoryWorth.com slash stillbuffering when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com slash stillbuffering. So... We kind of got lost in the world of... We did. Oops. Of, yeah, water That's toys. That's what commercials do. It's really true, though. Water toys. And, like, those are very misleading commercials. Because when you see people with, like, super soakers, like, endlessly having mm-hmm. squirt gun fights as if... Like, I know super soakers had big tanks. You still had to refill them eventually. Yeah. Uh, and nobody's having that much fun when they're getting sprayed yeah. in the face with a super soaker. Or the commercials... I. Wow, this is a deep memory. Those ones are the things you could attach to your hose to fill up like a hundred water balloons at once or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, look at this. You just turn it on and then you fill up a hundred water balloons and look how much fun you're going to have. It's like, no. One, they don't get filled up that quickly. They have to tie all of them. Oh, tying off water balloons is the worst. Tying off water balloons is the worst. But it they is. seem like so much fun. And then you throw them and then there's little bits of balloon everywhere. Mm-hmm. It also is no fun to get hit with a water no balloon. It's no fun to no. get hit with one. No. Um, the new ones, just uh, as an aside, the new ones that you can fill up multiple water balloons mm-hmm. at once come with little ties at the end of like the stem. So it fills it with water. And once it's full, like it drops off and the thing closes around it. Wow. So they self tie. Wow. That is the worst part of water balloons. They fixed it. Wow. Well, but then you still like have kids throwing water balloons. <laughs> yeah. The worst. <laughs> There's yes. They, I, I am uh, now as a parent, I'm firmly anti water balloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, like even like as a kid, like like when there was like the the wet zone, like the amusement park or whatever, and you just always see like kids are just so happy to just get soaked randomly. I never felt that way. I have never yeah. been in that stage in my life. Even even like in like normal situations like pools, I'm like I don't like it. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> very. But then, like, the water rides are so much fun. No. Amusement parks. It's like, uh, I, oh, at amusement parks? Yeah. Like, like the like the whitewater shoes. rafting one they had got, got at Kings Island. See, I can handle and... those. I just don't like water parks. Mm. I just, I like. Standing in line in your bathing suit. I just yeah. hate the whole thing. I'm cool with bathing. That's about my extent <laughs> with my desire to interact with large bodies of water or any kind of water really any size of yeah water. any size don't of water be sprayed by it don't want to be hit by a balloon don't want to be on a, a ride where it just all i just don't know i don't like any of it riley how do people today find out about new snacks or candies or cereals if they don't have commercials the internet how do you know to go looking for them that okay did you go looking for bradley cooper's personal life on your twitter trending that trending on twitter you don't go look for things on social media they just happen to you ah so now you've got to get an influencer to like your right treat and that's why people start paying for influencers to do brand deals instead of commercials Mm. Mm. but see i it's interesting because the you remember the tootsie pop commercial oh with the owl yeah yes this commercial is quite old. Yes. I remember watching this commercial. Yes. Uh, and it stands the test of time. You still know it's I for- I still remember it. You still remember it. Yes. That was a one-time expense. Yeah. And it's indelible. I, that's I the still thing hate about Tootsie Pops, though. Commercials <laughs> is like, it's a lot more bang for your buck if you get a good one. Like, if yeah. you remember- you know, I mean, if you you'll yeah. remember it like, well, I, I will remember that Fruity Pebbles holiday jingle for the rest of my frickin life. 
and I think th- about Fruity Pebbles. The only jingle I remember is a pillow pet jingle. <laughs> because the whole jingle is, it's a pillow, it's a pet, it's a pillow pet. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds oh, no. like whoever wrote that was like, you want me to write a jingle for what now? For what? It's a, it's a, okay. It's a pillow pet. That's it. Um, they got, they got money for pillow. that. They got money for that. It's a pet. Wait. It's a pillow pet. Is that, that do? Okay. Thanks. That's perfect. Uh, because in the commercial, like, they unfold it for the first part, and it's a pillow, and they're sleeping soundly, and then in the second part, they wrap it back up, and it has legs, and they're cuddling it, and then it's a pillow pet. That Never got a pillow pet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what That's to That's always about. my question. I just always wonder the effectiveness of these commercials, because, like, yes, I do remember that Tootsie Pop commercial. I will always remember that commercial. It does not make me want to buy Tootsie Pops because they're still gross. Well, that because that's like I re- I remember one that I really enjoyed was the Doodle Bear commercial. I'm now remembering because the theme song was set to the remember the song The Wanderer, but it was um the yeah. Doodle Bear, the original Doodle Bear. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look, here's the thing. I don't know what niche audience they thought they were going for, like mashing up like what was that like a '50s song. With, like, uh-huh. let's sell these children in the 90s a brightly colored bear that you can draw all over. Um, <laughs> but I was in that because I really liked that kind of music for some reason as a kid. Like, I was into it. So I was like, yeah, this is cool. They're using that that song that I like. I never had a doodle bear, though. The, these things might not work on us as much now. But I think you're, what you're hitting on, Tay, is that they, do, they did work on us when we were younger. I watched Charlie. Um, there's this sour drop lollipop mm-hmm. thing that's like a it's like a regular like sugary lollipop but it comes with a little bottle of like squeezy sour gel now kids love that stuff don't and they? <laughs> yeah you squeeze drops of the sour gel onto like there's a little divot in the in the lollipop that you can put it on so that you can have a lick that has both sweet and sour in it mm-hmm. and there are these commercials around like the way that kids add the various perfect balance for them of mm-hmm. sweet and sour and charlie always wants one after she sees the commercial i think it all looks heinous yeah um and she also does not like these. she does not like sour <laughs> she, things she does not enjoy the flavor we've gotten one before <laughs> she did not like it but she still wants one every time she sees the commercial for the sour drop pop yeah i think that's what it's called i i think a lot of it it's like the origin of fomo because everybody is having so much fun in these commercials yeah that's true. Like oh. I've ne- like there's never once where I've eaten <laughs> eaten a hot pocket and been happy about it. And yet <laughs> these people are just like hot pocket, hot pocket. and it's a party. <laughs> like you have friends. People love you when you eat a hot pocket. And usually the opposite is true of just making progressive experience. <laughs> I just also I always love these commercials now. I think about it a lot as a parent. Like like with Hot Pockets and pizza rolls and bagel bites and all those kinds of things, Totino's party pizzas. Mm-hmm. Like it sh- there's always commercials. And back in the 90s, it was always a mom mm-hmm. um, who was like serving children. Hey, kids. <laughs> yes. Hey, kids. And this is like their after school snack. And mom looks so proud that she made a like a heaping platter of, of pizza, pizza rolls, rolls for her children and their friends. And I always think like, man... If I'm resorting to like, here's some pizza rolls, kids, I'm not going to look that proud of myself. Like, I've done a great parenting job. Here are tiny, greasy pockets of fake pizza food for all of these children. (laughs) That's like, like, I mean, like Lunchables, so, so desirable. And always the commercials feature some. Lunchable commercials. And they always feature some moment where it's like, look how stackable. And like, they build little towers. It's like, yes, have fun. Build a small tower of meat and cheese. Of sweaty, <laughs> warm meat and cheese. And then they make the pizza and they draw the little smiley face on it and they eat it and they're so happy about yeah, it. And those cold, cold pizzas pizza. with that cold pizza sauce. It tasted so bad. I will, no, I will still eat those to this day. No. You had to. No. I don't know. I, th- those commercials had to do a lot of work because those things were 
how else would they have caught on? You could have just put that I in the store them. but like, yeah, you can like have some small circles of room temperature meat. It's it's <laughs> a, a, a similar size to this room temperature cheese. <laughs> I just I just want a real commercial that shows like the five minutes of mom's day after she serves all of the children the giant platter of pizza rolls. Like she leaves the room, the very proud smile disappears from her face. She takes off her vest because she's always wearing a freaking vest. vest. (laughs) Why is she wearing a vest? Mom loves this. And like, let's be honest, goes back to watching her friends reruns so that she can fantasize about Joshua Jackson. Oh, wow. It got personal. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, no. that's it. Are we talking about all the moms, Sid? Are we talking about one I mom? I see you, moms. I see I you. I one mom. <laughs> or dads. Or dads. Or dads. Then, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Every, everybody can... <laughs> can feel like a disappointment to their children. <laughs> Everybody. All caregivers. All parental figures. Oh, wow. Hmm. I would like... 2019. <laughs> ...to posit a theory that uh-huh. I have been formulating in my head. Um, you just summoned Siri. <laughs> you did. Oh, sorry. Posit a theory. Um. I think that some of these companies ran commercials for a while and got their themes and their jingles stuck in our heads and then stopped and now no longer spend any money on advertising because they did it on the front end and they burned it all into our memories. When was the last time you saw a Hot Pocket commercial? I could not tell you the last time I... like. Because I still watch TV shows. I skip through the commercials. But you can still see what the commercials are when you're skipping through the commercials. I could not tell you the last time I saw a Hot Pocket commercial. Well, it's interesting because, like, you've saturated awareness, right? Yeah. Like, that's that's the first thing, right? Make people aware. So, like, with a commercial, like a Hot Pocket, like, what are you going to pick? Hot Pocket. Hot Pocket. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, everybody's aware of that. You know what I will say? I did see a Hot Pocket commercial not too awfully long ago where they were um, advertising how much protein is in a Hot Pocket. Yeah. Interesting. And it was, and you know what they're trying to do now? It's like a health play. <laughs> well, they're lean. Hot Pockets are good for yeah, you. Yeah, there's lean pockets. Well, they have lean pockets now. Yeah, yeah they're but in the green boxes. The lean, you know what I feel like? I don't know. I'd have to look. But I feel like the lean pocket was the... Um, like it's just before the low carb revolution kind of way of eating because lean pockets were still of the very like eighties mindset that like it's low fat. So it's good for you. Uh Right. Meaning that like we put some, (laughs) we put some fake things in there that are going to give you diarrhea (laughs) and a lot more sugar. (laughs) Yes. Uh, But now they're advertising like, no, it's just packed with protein yeah. To balance out the fact that at the end of the day, it's still wrapped in bread. Right. Whatever whatever you want to put inside your Hot Pocket, like, this one has broccoli in it. Well, that's great. It's wrapped in bread. It's wrapped in bread. <laughs> Garlicky bread. Garlicky buttery bread. Yeah. Well, I think that's the only time you roll out the, the, the rebranding. It's like, oh, no, the public consciousness for health has slightly changed. We've got to find a way to shill the same same stuff in a different way. But that's wild to me that there exists a subset of people who didn't know that Hot Pockets were unhealthy and now do. And now are yeah. concerned about buying healthier Hot Pockets. Like, that, who are those, there are other who are options. those people? <laughs> Not everything has to be a pocket. <laughs> you can buy food that isn't Hot Pockets. <laughs> now, Sydney, I don't think you're one to talk about buying food that's other than Hot Pockets. Well, I mean, for no, a long time, I loved Hot Pockets. I am not. And you I, were Hot I Pockets bought lean number pockets. one supporter. I bought Lean Pockets. I'm just saying, like, everybody knows when they're eating a Hot Pocket that it's not a healthy choice. Yeah. Like, on some level, whether you want to admit it to yourself or not, there's nobody who's like, good eating today. Good no. job. When I am in my dorm and I pop a Hot Pocket in the microwave and I'm about to wrap it in its little sleeve on my way to class, I'm not thinking about the healthy decision I'm making. No. I'm thinking about, this is sustenance. It is pizza in a pocket. I'm going to eat it on my way to mm-hmm. class. Because they're not even especially cost-effective Hot Pockets. They're not. No. They're only, what, like two in a box? Mm-hmm. They're two in a box. It's not that cheap. It's not like a great way to feed a family. So, like, it's like a splurge. It's yeah. a decadent moment it's you're having. It's a decadent moment when I choose to warm up a Hot Pocket for two and a half minutes instead of making ramen in my microwave for two and a half minutes 
I love I, I love this episode of Parks and Rec that I'm imagining for a treat yourself when you just eat hot pockets all day. <laughs> That's a sad treat yourself. Yeah. Wow. I always said that if I was just gonna go crazy and splurge on food that I shouldn't eat, I would just go to like the frozen section, <laughs> buy a bunch of the, the not the, like the food adjacent products. <laughs> yeah. Totino's That's always a moment, pizza. isn't it? Like when you go to the beach and you're stocking up on stuff for the week and you're at the grocery store mm-hmm. and you're already kind of in a mindset where you're like, yeah, I'll just let myself get whatever. We're at the beach. And then you're in that frozen food section. You're like, oh, wow. <laughs> there totinos. are so many frozen Totinos. <laughs> uh, we didn't discuss the Mentos commercials. What are the Mentos commercials? The Fresh Maker? Mentos apparently give you the ability to challenge uh, social mores in very um, benign ways. Mm-hmm. Were they, I feel like like it was, I don't know, I can't like remember a specific one, but it'd be like, oh no, I sat on a park bench that had been painted, so I rolled around on it, so I'm covered <laughs> in the paint, and then I popped a Mentos and everyone was like, cool suit. <laughs> that, that's, what? That is exactly the kind of uh, like... Is that chaotic good? <laughs> Mentos, chaotic good makers. <laughs> that is exactly the kind of chaotic good that Mentos endorses. My my favorite was always, if I remember it correctly, there was like a traffic jam and the person couldn't cross the street. So they crawled through the back seats of cars. <laughs> so real. <laughs> what? That's so many and like, sh- and like showed everybody like, it's cool. I got Mentos. <laughs> Just, just gonna walk into somebody's house and take their stereo and show them some Mentos and be like, "Bye." No, no, no. See, that's not that. That would not be good. I think that works. I think that's fine. Because then I'm gonna use it to have a cool party and invite that person. That's how it works. Mentos. Mentos. Mentos just give you the ability to commit crimes, and everybody yeah. likes you anyway. That's what the Mentos commercials taught me. I never liked Mentos. <laughs> like, like you want to get in backstage at a sold out show, so you steal a bunch of band equipment and walk in like you're part of the band, and somehow you end up on stage playing with them, and it's Mentos. <laughs> oh, that was just, Fresh Maker. That was just also a crime. <laughs> is that where our concept of the word fresh came from? Like, as opposed to like something that is not spoiled, like fresh being like, whoa, fresh. Mentos? Mentos? I don't know. Because <laughs> it makes you fresh. Is that, is that like funky fresh. fresh came from Mentos? I don't think fresh Did implies it? that you've done something that you should be punished for, but you're so cool you get away with it. Funky <laughs> fresh. <laughs> Mentos. Mentos. Thank you, Mentos. Oh, uh, we also did not discuss, uh, have you ever heard, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go. He's gonna go. You ever hear that, that one? Scary. It is. Yeah. In retrospect, it was a, a very ominous commercial because wherever you went, he was following you. Well, he also, of course, I assume inspired Chucky. Yeah, absolutely. What What is it? It's a doll. It's a little. Oh, okay. It's a, there was my buddy, and then that was later followed by Kid Sister, because. Girls and boys can't play with can't the same with toys, the same right? Toys. They have to have Obviously. their own specialized toys with your own jingle. Kid sister. Kid, kid sister. Kid sister didn't even like get either get her own jingle. She just got the no. It was the same jingle. Yeah. Just dubbing <laughs> kid sister. My buddy. No, just kid sister. Mm-hmm. Uh but yes, that if you've if you if you look up a picture of my buddy, it looks like Chucky. Yeah. But it came it came first, right? Yeah. Had to have no, come I first. do not think they made it in a, a child's toy <laughs> for, for mass consumption. Like, oh, you know what? That movie oh, was kind of scary, that. but the design was good. Oh. Kids will love it. Do you want to? Okay, so apparently, it's a market online selling these things. Uh huh. You can buy one, but it's a hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, and it's used. <laughs> Why is? That's terrifying. This is terrifying. And they're, that's sort of like an old toy that I didn't have. Taylor, I don't think you had either. But I, I feel like some of our friends did. Do you remember the old McDonald's food makers? Oh, like with Play-Doh? 
They weren't Play-Doh. You could make McDonald's-looking products out of foods that were not... Like, you made a burger out of, like, crushed-up cereal with, like, some peanut butter and... Yeah, and, like, chocolate or something, and it would be, like, this weird little cereal burger thing. Um, What? You don't remember this? No, that... That's the drink machine was just Kool-Aid, which it's like, well, I know what Kool-Aid is. That's not a trick. Um, the fries were like a piece of bread shredded and then covered in cinnamon and sugar. What? There are chicken nuggets that are like wads of bread rolled in <laughs> crushed up Cheerios. No, why <laughs> would anyone lie want to you that? said this was this was food? No. What? No. You gotta check out these check this out. There are YouTube videos where people make them today. Anyway, trying to find that stuff online because maybe your four-year-old found these videos and now desperately wants this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're so expensive. Yeah. It's like trying to... There's a lot of those old old toys that now... Even, like, the ones that made, like, almost food, like the Easy Bake Oven, which... Yeah. Like, I know that's, that's been around forever, but, like, it seems so novel. Like, I can bake an almost edible food item out of these random powders and this light bulb it's like mm-hmm. why didn't i just like just like you know you're playing these with these when you were like 13 or 14 like you could just try the oven out learn to like a life skill <laughs> it's true it's true i seem to remember really liking the idea that i like i don't need mom or dad's kitchen equipment i've got my own mm-hmm. um the new Easy Bake Oven, because they have a new one, it is impossible to burn yourself. Oh, that's important. That's nice. Yeah, they that's good. They have fixed that. Because <laughs> I did that, that problem. Yeah. Yes, because you times. could, even though you were cooking food with a light bulb, you could burn yourself on mm-hmm. that light bulb. Um, and I do. I will say, I did enjoy those light bulb cakes. Um, or at least I thought I did. Charlie has made light bulb cakes now with her new Easy Bake Oven, which just has like a very small slot on one side. Mm-hmm. And you the only way you can get the thing in there, you can't even get your hand all the way in it. You just have to push it in with like a spatula mm-hmm. that's specially designed to shove it into the heating element part. And then you have to shove it out all yeah. the way to get it back out the other end. So it's like even little hands. It's impossible to get yeah. them in where the, the hot stuff is, which is cool. That's good. But I have tasted these light bulb cakes and cookies and brownies and pretzels and my yes my child brain just didn't know what was good is what i've learned yeah yeah (laughs) i i I used to love those uh, things i never did see i don't know i I guess i've just had a more sophisticated palate for for just you know longer than (laughs) y'all that's fair it was just the wait time it's like three friends gathered around one easy bake oven waiting for a little dish of of cake that's like what like four inches wide like, and it takes like forty-five minutes. I don't know. It seems so long. It's like you make it one, does. No, like, it does. Yeah, You're absolutely that. right. It takes like twenty minutes to heat up the oven, and then like another twenty or thirty minutes to do all the stuff to make it. It does. It takes a long time. Yeah. Um, kids lose interest. I've yeah. learned. And I don't feel like it's an applicable mm. life skill. Like, you're not going to get to your college dorm and break out your easy bake oven and be like, I'm good. I learned <laughs> now, how to cook. <laughs> this is something I have not thought about before. Do you want to impress your friends, borrow the easy bake Should oven? Should I it bring over? an easy bake next year? That sounds like some, like, thoughts. Like some hipster stuff. Like, oh, I brought a vintage easy bake oven from a college dorm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it next to my record. Next to my vinyl. <laughs> Hey. Oh, Sid. That's me. That's me you're talking about. Does anybody want to, like, kick a few rounds and skip it, and then we can, like, check out some music on cakes while listening to Morrissey? I don't know. I've got some old commercials on VHS I could pop in. Y'all like Fringe? (laughs) Hey. All right, I'm done. I'm done with this episode. <laughs> I'm done now. Uh, well, thank you, sisters. That was that was delightful. I think we I think we covered a lot of the major important commercials that you're missing out on today. I agree. Yes. Um, I'm sorry for your generation that you don't get these great jingles. Indeed. That's okay. I'll hey. just take more of my show <laughs> instead of more commercial. 
thank you listeners for for joining us this week uh, you can tweet at us at still buff you can email us at still buffering at maximumfun.org and uh you should check out maximumfun.org that was the other thing i was going to tell you to do there are lots of wonderful wonderful podcasts that you would enjoy um including one by our friend john hodgman who yep. we have talked about <laughs> on our podcast today <laughs> Oh, in the worst way. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. John would understand. He'd be fine with that. Uh, thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I was too. Didn't change the inflection on that last one. I was worried about it. <laughs> it's really through me off. Maybe you change your mind. Maybe you change your mind. Well, Alexis, we got big news. Uh-oh. Season one, done. It's over. Season two, coming at you hot. Three years after. <laughs> three right, Season three one. Now. Technically right. almost four years. All right. And now, listen, here at Can I Pet Your Dog, the Smash yes. podcast, our seasons run for three and a half years. <laughs> and then at season two, we come at you with new hot co-hosts named you. Hi, I'm Alexis. <laughs> and we also have uh, uh, field troops. Dog tech. Yeah. Dog news. Dog news. Celebrity guests. Oh, big shots. Will not let them talk about their resume. Nope. Only yeah, the dogs. Only the dogs. I mean, if ever you were going to get into Can I Pet Your Dog. Now's the time. Get in here every Tuesday at MaximumFun.org. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.